This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show. Massive professional difficulties to me forgetting to click one button, <laughs> so you didn't even see me at the start of the video. But no, we are back, ready to talk about Arsenal's match against Slavia Prague in the Europa League, which takes on a very interesting kind of dynamic because, of course, we're looking at a game which Arsenal are in desperate need of winning and getting through comfortably. We're going up against a side that have done exceptionally well in the Europa League this season and played exceptionally well away from home specifically. So we're going to go through all of that and more with a fantastic guest too. So let's crack on with it. I'm joined today by Czech football journalist and expert Martin Vates. How you doing, mate? Are you well? Just a little unmute button. Hold on, I'll do it. I've done it. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't see it through the glass. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. You, you should know the amount of my regular podcasters that still manage to forget to unmute themselves. So it's fine. Yeah, we're using the same system, by the way. So, yeah, I should know better. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> How are you now? You good? Yeah, fine. Thank you. There's a Good lot of stuff. to do before the game. So, yeah. yeah. How's uh, lockdown in the Czech Republic going down? Well, uh, it's interesting to say the least. Um, yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind uh, the last year and especially the last few months where the government was doing all sorts of uh, different things and it wasn't uh, coming off uh, a lot of the times. So, yeah, a lot of lives lost, obviously, but uh, mm. hopefully we can we can uh, be on a better track now. Yeah, fingers crossed we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, do you want to just introduce yourself um, to the listeners, tell them who you are, what you do, uh, and the like? Yeah, uh, I'm a football writer, or more, I could say, I'm a, a video uh, reporter, you would say, because uh, at our, that's the only uh, football daily uh, in the Czech Republic, which is uh, iSport.cz and Denik Sport, the daily sport. Uh, we also have a, a video platform uh, where we 
actually have uh, all the moments from the Czech League. So we focus uh, uh, more or less on that, but also on all sorts of different sports. And uh, we are doing all sorts of coverage uh, for that. And uh, yeah, sometimes we also do some um, interesting, I hope, <laughs> interesting documentaries and uh, more ambitious stuff as well around uh, the whole football stuff. Awesome. And of course, you're here because Arsenal are playing against Slavia Prague in the Europa League tomorrow evening. Before we go into kind of the actual match itself, they have, without talking about kind of the the incident which happened at Ibrox, which I will touch on in a second as well, but the actual lead up and the run through the Europa League has been excellent. And Slavia Prague have been playing really, really well, knocking British sides out of the competition at a canter. Uh, very, very, well, not as I say simply, but com- comfortably and, and don't particularly look like they've had too many any troubles and actually gone away from home and got some really strong results so so what how do you think it is that they they've been so good i know they're excellent in, in the czech league but competing against some of the top sides in in europe and in, of course in the uk as well how have they achieved this excellent kind of run of form and results so far it wasn't easy from the start because uh, they obviously wanted to get into the champions league group stages and at the start of this whole exceptionally successful campaign there was actually a you would say a really controversial loss uh, to Michelin's uh, in the uh, Champions League playoff the Danish sides obviously with the same owner um, uh, who uh, owns also uh, Brentford and Matthew Benham and uh, yeah at that time, it seems like this great Slavia team that you were seeing in the last two or three years with Tomáš Soucek and Vladimir Soufal, who uh, made great strides uh, also uh, in the Premier League, as you will yeah. certainly know. Uh, they left and uh, it left Slavia, it seemed, high and dry. But then, it, uh, again, uh, it just showed how genius and special is the coaching team around uh, the manager uh, in Richter Pischewski, who has done a fantastic job, and I cannot stress that highly enough because uh, he's instrumental in getting uh, Slavia again to their very best. And uh, you could say that uh, this incarnation of Slavia is even better than what we saw from the team two years ago when they were up against uh, Chelsea in the quarterfinals of the Europa mm. League. So, uh, and yeah, they've been really good against Leverkusen, uh, who at the time were uh, leading Bundesliga or were second. I, I'm not uh, re- remembering it correctly. They have uh, done exceptionally well against Nice as well, who are coached or were coached at the time by Patrick Vieira, of course. Uh, And uh, yeah, they stormed past the group and uh, nobody expected them to do so well against Leicester. But with this management of Jindřich Trpišovský and this group of players who stay really competitive and uh, you feel that they they can take on absolutely anyone in the game. And we will see though how this... It's going to pan out against Arsenal, of course, because uh, a lot of the key players are missing and or could be missing. We don't mm. know that yet. And uh, we will see. But uh, hopefully they can show uh, something better than they did. Uh, it was 14 years ago when they lost uh, at the Emirates uh, 7-0 to Arsenal. And that's still yeah. the highest win in uh, Arsenal history at the Emirates Stadium. 
Well, there you go. Well, fingers crossed. From my perspective, we can get eight. That'd be great. <laughs> so, um, but I imagine it's I'm sure be of that. But like, yeah, it's it's yeah. really really hard for me to say because I'm uh, a childhood Arsenal fan and I have always supported the team. So nice. for me, for me, it's going to be really difficult to know uh, what side to support because obviously I'm uh, I want the Czech football to do well and I will mm. watch the game from Slavia's perspective. Uh, but I will at least get to celebrate every goal, which doesn't happen every yeah not bad not bad um let's let's talk about kind of the more the one of the big issues of of course that have involved slavia prague this season which happened at ibrox the alleged and we should say alleged at this point um andres kudela the the situation with him and glenn kamara that it has been explosive between the president of slavia prague with the statements that have been put out by him with the statements that have come out from rangers as well and a lot kind of um i suppose personalities within Scotland and the UK that have also come out and kind of demanded a reaction which in itself has brought about a reaction from Slavia Prague's president to say that there is pressurization on the authorities to take action do you think that the what's happened I know that Cudela has been given this kind of provisory one game ban but wouldn't have been available anyway for the match from the, the way we're looking at things how much is this going to have an impact, do you think, on maybe the mental state of the team? And how much has it impacted them over, say, the, the, the weeks since that actually happening? Uh, first of all, I uh, would like to stress that whatever Andre Kudela said on the pitch, it must have been pretty damaging for everyone and it mm. hasn't helped anyone, anything. Uh, certainly not the debates around the incident in the Czech Republic, I would say. Uh, it's, I think it opened up a lot of uh, uh, worms in the can and uh, a lot of yeah. uh, skeletons in the closet, uh, you would say, about the Czech society as well. Uh, at the heart of it, of course, on the other hand, uh, is the fact that uh, you would say this, if it was a racist remark, what Andre Kudala did, uh, it was mostly a response not to Glenn Kamara, who was mm. pretty innocent in the whole game, of course, and that has to be said, but towards the whole uh, style of play that uh, Rangers were um, showing and showcasing in, uh, because uh, it was really brutal and the tackle from Kemarouf on uh, Andre Kolaj was life-threatening. And that sort of explains why there was... I wouldn't, yeah, maybe even mitigation from the Czech press and the Czech fans towards the whole racist incident because it's okay. like it, it started a lot of comparing these two, I think, uncomparable things and uh, two inexplicable things, I would say. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important it to, doesn't, to kind of stress that obviously what you're saying, because I don't want it to come across in the wrong way. What you're saying, no, 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 of course. Is, I mean, I, yeah, it's yeah. it's totally fair that you say it. I think, I think uh, what has to be said that. Uh, the Sla Slavia team and the Slavia president and the whole Czech football environment needs to stop, take a look at themselves and just to accept whatever is yeah. coming out of, of the investigation and just stop making excuses for themselves. I'm just illustrating how this has made yeah, the whole toxic uh, incident uh, it around it. And it didn't help. And it didn't help also that Steven Gerrard uh, hasn't mentioned anything about it or even like said uh, good luck to Andre Kolas uh, uh, during the game or, or after the game uh, because uh, it was a really horrific tackle. But you shouldn't mix those two. Th those two are really different incidents and they both need to be looked at. And uh, I think... Uh, I'm not 
in any sort of a way uh, trying to take anything uh, off from the allegedly racist incident. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying that uh, it created a whole lot of bad blood uh, in the in the Czech environment, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that uh, yeah. uh, we can get past it by actually like uh, learning uh, from the whole thing. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think that um, I'm just keeping an eye on obviously the chat box and, and and seeing what people are saying about that because I wanted to make sure that came across in the right way in the sense that the reaction from the Czech side of things, there is bad blood between uh, Rangers and and Slavia Prague because of the the ma- the manner of the game, like taking that as a separate entity from the incident that happens. But what I think we've said there is that what happened, if it turns out to be true, is a horrific thing and needs to be punished severely. Um, but what is not being said is that it justifies the uh, a alleged rem- racist remark to be made because nothing justifies that at no, all. No, not at all. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. I just wanted to make sure we 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 cleared that up. So, in terms of in terms of how you think it will affect the game tomorrow, do you think that Slavia Prague because of they haven't got any bad blood necessarily of Arsenal besides a seven nil thrashing a few years back? <laughs> um, but in terms of like how that kind of get into their heads, and do you think there's going to be? Do you think there's because obviously Glenn Kamara is a former Arsenal player yeah. as, as well, um, so there's that link in there. Do you think that that will be in the minds of the Slavia players going into the match at all? I think so because uh, it's it's been a hugely talked about incident uh, in the Czech environment, and yeah, again, I would just like to stress out that uh, I'm sometimes ashamed of uh, some of these comments uh, by even by people who I wouldn't associate with uh, having a racist view or anything yeah. like that. Uh, it's just, I just want to highlight how the environment reacted uh, to this whole stuff. And yeah. I understood it, what you were saying. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's yeah. just uh, sometimes even lost in translation, I would say um, how we're perceiving those things because uh, there's, mm. A lot of racist incidents uh, uh, everywhere uh, in the well, football world. Yeah, day. sure, sure. And you're talking, yeah, you're talking about the, one of the biggest leagues uh, in the world. So it needs to be, it needs to be wiped out from the sport completely. And uh, uh, I, yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just hard because like everyone is focusing on this, and everyone is mm. I've, in the, from the Czech part. I would say everyone is afraid that uh, uh, someone might uh, take it up again and uh, use it against Slavia. Uh, what will happen to Slavia? And it's just uh, the whole incident is looked at from like this partisan, uh, from these partisan glasses, you know. And uh, I think that needs to be taken off completely and just looked at in the cold light of day. And uh, I think it will play out on uh, in the minds of uh, Slavia players as well because uh, um, they will certainly. Uh, focus on the match. Uh, Andrej Kudela on the pitch, at least, has done really well uh, since uh, coming off uh, from that incident. Uh, but uh, obviously, he's uh, injured and also he's ill for the game, so he cannot uh, play there. And uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it will play out on the pitch, you know, uh, from the Slavia point of view. They mm. are probably afraid how that might uh, affect uh, the Arsenal players because, of course, it, you know, Arsenal is uh, the 
club I associate and I have always associated with Black Brilliance uh, on the pitch. Uh, they have got incredible legends uh, of the game who were or are black. Uh, mm. Of course, uh, we are celebrating or not celebrating, but commemorating uh, the 30 years uh, of uh, uh, Rocky. And uh, it's yeah. just uh, it's just this whole history is coming down on on this whole uh, tie. And I will I would say if it plays out in the minds of anyone it could be even arsenal players uh, there could be some gesture from both sides i don't know and uh, yeah it's it's hard uh, to unpack the whole situation uh, during this uh, short amount of time uh, completely i think that what we can say about it is that we we just hope that the, the right authorities take the right actions of, of what's happened. Exactly, exactly. And and not in just this, as we we touched upon briefly the Juan Calero incident with Mukta um, Diakabi in the in the Valencia team as well. Hopefully something happens with that as well. It, things need to be things need to change because this stuff, stuff just cannot continue in the way that it is. Um, Let's talk about specifically the, the, the football around the game then. And we'll, we'll look at who you believe. Well, we said, of course, it's pretty tricky to to kind of predict the, the Slavia team because of the amount of kind of question marks over a number of players. But this is a team that you've gone for. So talk talk me through it. Yeah, uh, this is probably the most conservative eleven that uh, you can uh, put together from the players uh, who are available for the game. Uh, obviously, Indrik Trepeshovsky is known for his uh, tactical ability and his uh, ability to rotate the side, uh, come up with something extremely unexpected. He can come up with a back three, he can come up with a diamond. But this season, he has resorted to more or less uh, conservative decisions on the pitch. He has done that's also a way at Rangers where it was uh, uh, on paper it was a 3-5-2 sort of ish but in reality it was uh, a lot of the times different so I would go for 4-2-3-1 which is the lineup that uh, um, Indrik Trepeshovsky and his coaching team has uh, have come up uh, come up with uh, most of the season with the biggest stars in their biggest uh, and best uh, positions uh, the two biggest question marks are the position of a goalkeeper. Uh, there are three <laughs> uh, people associated with almost the same name uh, in the uh, playing uh, side and also on the coaching side. So there's Andre Kolar, uh, who is injured, of course, after that camera roof um, uh, tackle I've been telling you about. And it's a big if if he can play in the game. Uh, mm. The Slavia team will, uh, coaching team at least, and they will do anything to get him together for the game. And I would say they, if there's a slightest chance, they will risk it. I'm not a big fan of that. And uh, I don't think they can manage it on time to uh, put him there because uh, it was a very severe head injury. It was a, a cracked skull. So I think they will uh, choose one of the three remaining keepers who are in the side, Premisl Kovar. Uh, Kolar was the first mm. goalkeeper. This is Kovar, the second one. And the um, uh, the coach of the goalkeepers is actually Stepan Kolar. Uh, so three almost identical surnames. That's just uh, a side note there. <laughs> uh, so for you to get uh, even more uh, complicated. Uh, but yeah, so Przemysl Kovar, the backup goalkeeper, who is... I wouldn't say it's the best option to have because a lot of the 
uh, a lot of the players uh, were rotated, but not the goalkeepers. He just uh, was in the goal for once uh, now in the league game against Brno, who are sinking in the table and uh, didn't do too much uh, in the league the whole season. Uh, he's yeah, sometimes he's really uh, inconsistent with his goalkeeping style, but uh, I think he will probably get the nod before Jan Stejskal, who is, I think, a better option. He's shown big potential, um, but he's been injured in the last few weeks as well, so we don't know about his elf situation. So that's mm. the position I would worry about the most from the Slavia point of view, because it affects their whole playing style, playing from the back, being aggressive from the front, uh, uh, helping out uh, with the whole... You know, with the whole style of play that uh, Slavia are trying to to uh, demonstrate uh, and uh, put on uh, to the opposition. The second problematic uh, position is a position of a centre back uh, because uh, there's only uh, David Zima, uh, who probably will be in the left sided uh, uh, on on the left side. Uh, not on the right side. There will probably if there. <laughs> it's it's my fault because I could have uh, told you before <laughs> for the show. I'm oh, sorry, but uh, it's it's true that uh, Jan Bozil uh, is uh, normally a, a left back and a really good one, but he's right footed. Uh, and uh, if there's anyone who would play on the right side in the back two or back four, sorry, uh, with two centre backs, uh, it would be Jan Bozil. But he hasn't done really well in the away game against Leverkusen, where Slavia have been missing a couple of centre backs as well. So it's a pretty tricky situation. But the only like out and out centre back who's uh, uh, who's available at the moment for Slavia is David Zima, who's a youngster, 20 year old. He's done extremely well since coming to to the club uh, given that he only played 37 professional games in his career but uh, yeah he he looks like he's been there for forever you know is he in with a shot of getting into the national side uh, he, yeah, th- there was a big discussion around that, uh, actually, because uh, he was uh, with the national squads, but he played only like eight minutes against Estonia okay. when he should have played more, I guess. So, yeah, mm. it's it's a big, it's a big if. Then there's uh, the right back, Alexander Bach, who replaced uh, Vladimir Tsoufal. Uh, he came from Sundarieske this winter. Uh, he's shown great promise. I think he's uh, a solid option to have on the right back. Oscar, uh, he's a true, uh, you would say, universal uh, player who can play in all sorts of or all sorts of positions. Uh, they are dubbing him the Czech Marcelo. Of course, he's from Liberia, but like from the Czech league, you would, you course, would say. Yeah. And uh, so he's uh, and he grows with the uh, level of the opposition, you could say, because uh, uh, what he did at Leicester when he came on from for the last couple of minutes, he showcased his uh, great abilities. He was scouted by Manchester City as well. Um, so I'm kind of uh, uh, really curious to see uh, how he's going to fit into the team if, of course, he plays on the left. Uh, of course, Indrik Trepeshevsky can go to back three, but uh, this is uh, what I would go for at this moment in time. Uh, then there's the uh, midfield trio of Tomáš Holeš, Lukáš Provod, uh, Niko Stanču. Niko Stanču is uh, the record signing of Slavia. Uh, and the whole Czech League, uh, Romanian uh, attacking midfielder who's hit 
the height of his form, you would say, uh, with uh, starting this year. Uh, he's a great uh, guy to have uh, at set pieces. His uh, t- technique is probably unrivaled uh, in most of the uh, European leagues. Uh, so beware, Arsenal fans, not to give uh, up uh, any free kicks from the edge of the box where he's uh, really, le- really lethal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it. And then, yeah. there's Lukash, then there's Lukash Provod who uh, provides you with uh, tireless uh, work uh, ethic. Uh, and he's also pretty sound technically. Uh he also has a great left foot, so he can uh, trouble you from the second side. Uh, Sancho has a right foot, uh, Provod is left-footed, uh, and he has great set pieces as well. And he's really effective in the final third of the pitch. Um, I think uh, Inzik Trepiszewski is trying to mold him into another kind of a, a central midfielder, all-round, all-action, like uh, Tomáš Souček. But Provod is faster, a little bit less... Uh, you would say um, uh, less, uh, not effective, but uh, he works less with the ball. Not every attack starts okay. from him at the back, but he's more uh, uh, all prodding through, through through the through the pitch. Uh, then there's the trio of uh, attacking guys slash uh, wingers, Abdelaksima. Uh, that's one of the revelations in Europe uh, this year. Uh, he has come from nowhere, <laughs> exactly because mm. uh, because uh, he was just a Taborsko, the third division side, and uh, they just scouted him in, at one match, and then he went into the team, and he's just been scoring goals since. Give him an inch of space, and he will put it in the nets. His finishing is perfect. He's uh, gar- um, warranted a huge price tag uh, on his name already uh, this season. Uh, a lot of the Premier League sides, uh, from what I've heard, are looking at him, maybe including Arsenal. I'm I'm not sure, but I think he would be a great look option. At everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's it would be great for Arsenal to to yeah. get him actually because. Uh, Slavia will want to sell for a lot, but mm. not that much. You would think that uh, he could cost like Pepe or some someone like are that. You're looking uh, at like twenty million plus. Are we looking at that sort of? Thing? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Slavia will obviously want to pri- maximize, hack up, uh, maximize yeah. the price, but they already uh, sold Tomasz Sucic for uh, twenty million euros or pounds. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was about so far pounds, has so, yeah. has gone for six million pounds. So Abdelaksima could be a available i guess uh, for 20 or 30 and his potential is huge uh he's a great learner fantastic work ethic he presses from the front uh, yeah i, I think uh, it's a nailed on huge talent and he's showing that consistently even though he has a little bit worse games sometimes he's not so much uh, in the build-up then he always does uh, something uh, good peter olenka is a little bit of his clone from the left side. He's more uh, um, involved in the one-on-one duels. Um, and he's also uh, great with his work ethic, uh, tireless, especially in the uh, Europa matches. He's uh, been really effective. So that's a great option to have on the wing as well. And uh, the wings are actually one of the biggest uh, differences and improvements that Slavia have been able to uh, do in the last year uh, compared to when they faced uh, 
uh, Chelsea. Um, so I think it's a more balanced side. And up front, there's Jan Kuchta, who's also uh, incredible with his pressing. And he's been really effective uh, for a couple of months in the Czech League. He hasn't hit quite the same form uh, in front of the goal in the last few weeks, but I think he's still a great option to have up front. Uh, maybe he's not going to play there. Uh, I think if there's some tactical shift or a bigger twist, uh, Indrik Tepiševski could go for someone who's going to run more uh, and uh, not be a classic uh, number nine. He's more about that, Jan Kuchta. But... Um, Yeah, I think uh, if he goes more conservative in this kind of uh, uh, in this kind of setup, uh, he will get the nod up front. I think that what we've seen there is now that Arsenal are going to be the team that loses seven 0 from the way we've described. <laughs> <laughs> Because the saying in the chat box, the more you talk about Slavia Prague, the more worried we get. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to trump them up too much because it's still the Czech league, and mm. uh, Arsenal are playing uh, a lot more difficult uh, games throughout the whole year. So, um, if Slavia lose, and it's certainly a possibility, because uh, to uh, to change somebody especially at the back and especially the goalkeeper, Andre Kolar, who has been so important for them, is a huge change and could cost them dearly. And uh, you could see a, a weakened Slavia. And that's also because uh, I think uh, it's been really... Um, tough for Czech teams to make it in the latter stages of the competitions exactly because of the number of injuries uh, that there are in uh, the later parts of the season and uh, the physical toll it takes on players to uh, play um, twice a week. So, um, And that's even with saying that Slavia are one of the best uh, physically prepared teams on the continent maybe even the best, because uh, last year in the Champions League, where they were facing Barcelona, Inter Milan and uh, Borussia Dortmund, they have played extremely well. Uh, they could have won a couple of those matches, were it not for the bad finishing, which would be this year uh, better, I would say. But they were, uh, uh, from each team in the group stages of the Champions League, they were running the most. And that's not just the thing of running but they are running effectively they are pressing you they are harassing you uh, uh, everywhere on the pitch and uh, I would say they could um, retreat a little bit uh, more back and pressing uh, uh, in the middle of the park uh, but uh, still it will be absolutely disgusting for Arsenal to play this kind of game and I'm not expecting uh, uh, an easy match for them yeah Let's have a look at the the Arsenal team that I've gone for um, for the game. So we've it's it's tricky because we've got some injury issues. Um, and yeah. Erdogan in the team there is is one of the major ones. This week we've just received the news that he is a bit of a doubt. He's been struggling with a couple of injuries. Of course, Smith Rowe has been injured, and therefore Erdogan's played a lot of football. And so because of that, he has seemingly had a bit of a knock there, assessing him again of the game. So so he could play. Um, the other big injury hit to us, which obviously happened at the weekend, was Kieran Tierney. Him now being confirmed out for four to six weeks makes the selection in both the right and left back positions tricky. Cedric is the most natural person you would expect to be playing there. But as what Martin was talking about with how good Simmer is, him up against a 
not orthodox left back could be a really opportunistic position for for Slavia to really attack us down that side. And whoever is playing on the left hand side above Cedric is going to really need to work their way back and, and cover that position, which is another tricky thing. So arguably, you could say that maybe it's worth putting Saka on the left hand side. We know that he's played at left back before, and playing ahead of the left back could be an interesting dynamic. I've not gone with that personally and gone for more of an attacking lineup. We'll go for the rest of it. Chambers over Bellerin. Chambers defensively has been decent, and Bellerin, I think, is for a lot of people, they just not fancy him at right now. I'm not a big fan of him right now and think he, should, he could probably move on in the summer. At the back, Louise has been confirmed to be out for around four weeks. Holding will most likely maintain that spot. You could effectively move Chambers in there too and play Bellerin instead of him, but I expect Holding to play there. Gabriel has just been arguably our best centre-back all season. Uh, great signing from Lille, of course, and uh, he will most likely continue that spot. The only alternative is there is Pablo Marie could come in um, for the Brazilian, but I would be surprised to see that happen. Partey and Xhaka in the midfield are the obvious pairing. Xhaka was ill at the weekend and we really missed him no matter what you guys in the chat box think of him, but he was really important to us and losing him against Liverpool was was big, so him being back is massive. Um, Saka, Laka and Emil Smith-Rowe uh, in, in the front line. I like Emil Smith-Rowe playing left with Erdogan. I think those two playing together is Arsenal's best chance of being a, a creative team. Um, so I would definitely stick with those two. That was pretty much a quick run through of the side there, Martin. I mean, you yourself, you say you're an Arsenal fan. Is is that kind of what you would go for from an Arsenal perspective or would you make any changes? I'm not sure, to be honest, uh, which guys will uh, Mikel Arteta have uh, at, the, the, at the disposal. Um, so that's a big if. I What I'm seeing is a big weakness uh, um, uh, at the fullbacks situation. Mm. If uh, Kieran Tierney, of course, cannot play, I'm, as you say, I'm not uh, completely convinced about Hector Bellerin this season as well, but I, I really like him. I always fancied him. So, um, But what I would say for Slavia, uh, the biggest... Mm, biggest week no 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 not the biggest weakness but i would say the biggest worry for them is if they retreat too much uh and uh, let arsenal uh, combine through the middle of the park and that's something i don't expect slavia to do um, because uh, they don't play like that too much but uh, where arsenal can create of course is uh, is through the middle of the pitch uh, we've seen that against west ham and um what they don't like uh, as well is uh, if they cannot uh, do anything uh, from the wings. So I would think that uh, Slavia will want to shut out uh, the wings and uh, press the back four, uh, which could be a key for them. Obviously, the key for Arsenal to succeed would be to have uh, uh, the pace behind the Slavia team because uh, they play with a high line, they play uh, with a high risk. Not that much in the European competitions where they've been a lot more conservative, especially in the first game. So uh, if we've seen this season that Arsenal have drawn a lot of matches and uh, there were a lot of goalless uh, games, that's some possibility I would go for as well because uh, Slavia will want to survive this game uh, as much as possible uh, mm. without conceding or conceding uh, the least they can do. Uh, you know, in spite of everything I've said before, it's it's a really uh, difficult situation for them without 
their settled defense so uh they will have to they will have to avoid the uh, balls behind the defense uh, which could cost them a lot and i would say that arsenal will want to exploit that weakness uh, in slavia's play which is there uh, and has always been there because indrif trepishovsky simply plays like that Let's move on to the final part of the show, which is, of course, predictions. Uh, so, chat box, if you are wanting to put in your thoughts, please do. This is the time. Give us your score lines. Who do you think is going to score? And uh, and we'll get some of your thoughts. Martin, um, I mean, for, as an Arsenal fan, as a as a Czech football supporter, what, what prediction are you going for for the game? It's incredibly hard for me to say. I would... I would hope for something uh, open for the second match from both perspectives. So uh, I would think that Slavia will lose this game simply because of the problems at the back I was uh, describing earlier. Uh, But uh, I think they will manage to uh, get the best result possible of the worst ones. So Mm. I think a win... uh, 1-0, 1-0, 2-1, 3-1 uh, by Arsenal is something conceivable for me. Uh, whether that will be true or not uh, is a question for me, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, exclude the possibility of uh, a draw, which would be absolutely perfect for Slavia. Taking that uh, to their home game in Prague, that's uh, that's just the best poss- possibility to have. But uh, I would say a lot of the people are even favoring Slavia at this point in the Czech mm. Republic. I wouldn't be so convinced about it because we've seen in the last uh, years how great a cup team Arsenal can be on their day. Uh, granted, that was a lot of the times against tougher opposition or or better opposition on paper. Yeah, we have an issue and, with that. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. beating... Lesser sides, you you would say, is mm. is an is a huge issue for for uh, Arsenal, and uh, that could be something that Slavia could, uh, you know, uh, take some strength from. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. I'm always the optimist. I, I think that if it wasn't for Slavia's defensive issues, I, I genuinely think this would have been a draw in this game, and it would mm. have really gone to that. Level. I, I see us conceding because we've got our own defensive problems. I think we can get a couple of goals, maybe three. I'm thinking two or three, one is, is, is where I'm, my head's at. But uh, as I said, I'm an optimist and uh, always wanted to back the guys. A Cedric Screamer would be lovely. That's our uh, our mascot prediction as we go for. But uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get some of your thoughts in the chat box before we wrap up. Um, as I say, Karthik says 1-0. Cedric Screamer would be lovely. Kian says 3-0. Josh says 2-0. Alex says 1-1. Uh, Nico 3 0 Arsenal, Pepe and El Neni to score. That, I mean, El Neni's got a habit of scoring screamers in the Europa League. Ed Welch says 2 1 Arsenal, got a feeling we're giving away uh, an away goal. That's really, if Arsenal come away with this having not conceded an away goal, it would be, it's for me the most important factor in the tie is not conceding an away goal. If we score, if we concede one or two, it, it really could be lights out for Arsenal. Uh, Fabrice uh, says 2 1 Arsenal, Pepe and Lacazette to score. Daniel Roberts says 7 0 again. Martinelli with a hat trick and a set. Drink Screamer. Uh, Pablo Mira says 2-2. Uh, Lacazette and Emil Smith throw to score. George Opinion says 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, Saka and Erdogan to get the goals. Johnny Matt says 3-2 Arsenal. And we've got another confident guy in the chat box. 7-0. Matt G, obviously. <laughs> Repeat what we did last time. Simple game plan. Um, Biz says uh, if Saka plays on the left behind Martinelli, we will win 5-0. Wow. The confident 
wins from these guys in the chat mm-hmm. box today. We always do this. I mean, we were predicting wins against Liverpool and then we see what happened in that game. So uh, there you go. Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on the channel and have a chat. I'm sure we'll have a catch up at some point uh, once again. And of course, if we are linked uh, with some Czech superstars or some Czech league superstars, as we were in the summer with Adam Plozhek, um, how is Adam Plozhek getting on these days? Because he looked on fire last time. He uh, he did, but uh, he had a lengthy injury. He was out for four months, and he's just getting back to form. But he looked pretty sharp against Teplice, who on their day can be uh, just uh, embarrassing. So, so yeah, he just needs to uh, fire up, I guess, uh, for the Euros. Everyone is trying to get him uh, ready for that. And yeah, the, the jury is still out, I guess, uh, against the best opposition because he couldn't play in the whole group stages in the Europa League. So there wasn't an ability for him to showcase his, uh, his true talent, which is there, I suppose. Uh, but this should have been a breakthrough year for him. He should have moved on after the Euros, but it doesn't exactly looks like, look like that at the moment in time. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, tell people where they can find you on the socials. Uh, I think you can see that uh, also in my name tag. Okay. So that's at the man of sites named after the great book uh, from the 1930s by this Czech writer, Karel Poláček. It's a great comedy as well. So do check that out. And I'll thanks for the fo- my worst check. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. It's been a pleasure for Absolutely me as no well. Problem. There's a lot of uh, always glad to help you out, and thanks for everyone to uh, commenting and hopefully understanding my points that I made earlier. Yes, no, I think we clarified all of that. So that's that's brilliant stuff. So thank you ever so much um, for, for coming on. You can check out Martin on Twitter, as, as we said, at the men offside. Um, and it'd be good to, to maybe have you back before the, the second leg, Martin, and we can see how, how things sit uh, up until that point. But yeah, we'll, we'll have I'll a be pleased to do that. Awesome. Thank we'll you. see you again very, very soon. Make sure you drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. You can also hit the join button to subscribe to the channel as a member and help support it. We've got lots of fun stuff coming very, very soon. I'll be back straight after the game tomorrow and joining you, uh, fingers crossed, for the watch along as well. So we'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the arse. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.